Mars would soon be dead. Standing on the balcony of his fortress, the warlord knew, despite all his efforts and his brilliance, that the battle on the fields below would end in crushing defeat. The flanking gambit backed by his most aggressive general had failed, as he knew it would. The eldritch machines of the enemy made short work of his massed armies, but it was not a gambit designed to win. It merely bought time. The warlord clutched his scimitar in one tightened green fist. This war was all but over. Another was beginning. A new front. A terrible and uncertain front, but potentially a winning one. My lord, it is time, came a voice from behind him. The subjects are ready. He turned to his chief disciple and aide-de-camp, Rathamus, a fine warrior in his own right, and an even more adept mystic. Rathamus bore a look of grim determination on his face, but his black-eyed gaze remained steady. His hand rested lightly on his own scimitar, sheathed now, but ready enough should the defenses finally break. Once again the warlord turned back to the blasted plain for one final look. Dark yellow blood marred the rust-red plains. The blood of heroes, the warlord knew. It would be avenged, though not in this lifetime. But the warlord was no longer interested in such short time spans. He watched his final lines of beast riders fall to the lightning strikes of a terrible war machine. Such a beautiful, horrible creation it was— before turning back to Rathamus. So it is, he said finally. Begin the power sequence. I follow shortly. Rathamus bowed and left quickly, the claws on his feet clacking against the bare stone floors. Sharp, dissonant shouts floated up from the battlefield, and he knew without even looking that the time was shorter than Rathamus knew. The human vanguard had been crushed, and the enemy's war cries were shrill and piercing. It must be now. The warlord turned and followed his disciple through the halls of the fortress. His fellows cleared a path for him immediately, pressing their backs to the stone walls and saluting crisply, even as many struggled to stand under the weight of exhaustion and injury. Outside the skies were black, roiling masses of alchemical cloud, pierced by the erratic, failing electrical currents linking his citadel to others across the planet, others now likely in ruins. The once verdant plains below were ground to dust, the metal of sword and armor now rusting amid the blood and ichor. Nearly the entire planet's water supply had slowly been blasted out into the void during the year-long onslaught. It would be mere hours before the last citadel fell. But, improbably, it would be time enough for a final master stroke. What the enemy thought would be the end of the war was merely the opening of a new stratagem, one that would come to fruition over centuries. The warlord strode down corridors, hurtled down stairways, brushed past the dead and dying, all while bringing his mind into focus for the task ahead. His will had to be as sharp as the long-hafted blade in his scabbard, and he had many opportunities to practice such concentration in the years since he assumed the mantle of leadership on behalf of his people. Finally, in the lowest dungeon of his tallest citadel, 
he arrived in the massive stone chamber set aside for this ritual, and began surveying the preparations of his acolytes and disciples. The room was a vaulted circular space, nearly more than a hundred yards wide, with cunning arches supporting the high-domed ceiling and arcane sigils carved in the walls, providing the only decor.